Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This podcast is sponsored by Terraform Development is a rising engineering design and project management company located in Flagstaff, Arizona. Co-owners Eddie Kalnemtua and Stanford Lake started the company to bring economic-related projects to rural communities like the villages of the Hopi tribe. Some of the important work done by Terraform with the Hopi tribe are Tawa Ovi Master Plan, KUII Radio Station Site Plan, Hopi Tribal Housing Authority Residential Homes, and numerous other nonprofit types projects on the Hopi tribe. Terraform can be reached at 928-864-5022 or visit their website at www.terraformorm.com. That's T-E-R-R-A, the number 4, O-R-M, dot com. Also sponsored by... 4X Studio is a Phoenix-based design and print communications company that specializes in brand messaging, marketing communications, and creative services for small businesses, nonprofits, tribal gaming, American Indian, and corporate clients nationwide. Their professional services include integrated brand systems, strategic design, identity illustration, print, ad campaign, assist management, packaging, and event design. Forex Studio is an American Indian owned and operated by Sean Kwani. For more information, visit forexstudio.com. That's the number 4xstudio.com. You are now listening to the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. I am your host, the Fight Star, Fight Diamond Chef, J-Man. And with me is my co-host, the Prince of No Air, Carlton Banks. Good. His real name is DeAndre. Good morning. The Prince of Soos House, <laughs> who keeps trying to interrupt me, Carl. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. Yes. I give uh, that awesome introduction and you continue to try to interrupt me. Come on, man. Shut up. This is my my name is first. So basically, I uh, I bought all this shit. So, <laughs> you know, what? I, I think that that was one thing that I never mentioned is that, you know, we never talked about how we came up with our name, Carl. Well, I mean, we, we did talk about how we came up with the name. Oh, yeah. But we never mentioned why your name's first. Yeah. Because, you know, under normal circumstances it's something that i probably would have never agreed to and you did agree to but it i so. agreed to it and for the listeners that are listening at home the reason why i agreed to it is because carl is right he bought all this shit yeah <laughs> he bought all the microphones all of our monitors soundboards equipment so basically you know he's paying for the party so i said you know what okay carl this one time i'll <laughs> let you put your name first because you paid for the party you mean you mean all the time not this one time so but every Everybody knows who the real host of this show is. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so we're here, uh, see, uh, episode two. Episode two. Season yeah. three. Yeah. 
And um, I, I think that we brought this season season three in with the bang with our last episode. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, but, and and uh, what what got me the most was is that uh, some of my uh, family members uh, probably not going to be talking to me anymore because of <laughs> because of the way that I I think and and it, it, it's it's strange to see that you they, I can be so heartless to like anybody else but when it comes down to politics in general they hate you for that they hate you because your views are different and that's what happened when uh when the when the last episode aired it's it's very interesting because I think that we got we well we got um a large response from the episode and mostly you know folks kind of telling us that you know I I understood what you guys were trying to say but at the end of the day I still think you guys were wrong so yeah see that that's that's where that's where it comes in is that there is no right or wrong answer to to anything of of political stance except when it comes to voting when you decide not to vote then you know most folks think that you're wrong. And, uh, but you know, I, I think that when we did that episode, we knew that, you know, we weren't going to be changing anybody's opinion or anybody's mind, but really what our goal was, was just to share the fact that there are opinions out there, like the ones that we shared in that episode. And, you know, my, my supervisor was a little heated when she found out that I didn't vote, but then I did have to tell her that, you know, well, you know, it, it is a shared perspective amongst many Hopis on the reservation and really what I told her was that because somebody had to teach us yeah. how to think like this. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's not something that you or I just generated uh, on our own, but it really was something that we learned uh, from other folks, from older Hopis and, you know, that perspective was, was shared with us. So, yeah. And so like, you know, with, with that in mind, uh, that's the reason why J-Man and I, we, we didn't, we didn't vote in that in, in this in this election here. And it's, it's not because we didn't choose to vote. It's because our beliefs are telling us that this is something that we shouldn't be doing with Bahana culture or this white man's culture. And so it's just keeping tradition and it's keeping who we are as, uh, as individuals and keeping that tradition alive. So um, for people out there, you know, that, that are having death threats against us, you know, <laughs> Uh, cool it, man. You know, just cool it. Just take, you know, just chill, chill out. You know, they... you guys got Carl eating the cereal on the high fiber side, <laughs> just to you know help help himself out with his uh, early morning uh, unloads. <laughs> I mean, the political opinions of everybody is not going to change anybody's uh, you know perspective views. So just just. Just cool it for a while, okay? <laughs> so aside from that, you know, things have been going pretty good. You, you've been doing pretty good. We started off the season really well. Yeah. Um, How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was actually pretty nice. Uh, I got to go get an oil change and spend time alone. Nice. Yeah. So you got to go to town. I got to go to town. And have some personal time. And some personal time. Work out those quasi hands. <laughs> There was a female involved, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I believe you on that. Believe but. me, because I bought all this shit. So, <laughs> but uh, over the weekend, uh, I like to give a great big shout out to J Man for turning 35 today or yesterday or whenever. 
he had his birthday. So. It, it was it was yesterday. Well, today we're recording on November twenty third, so my birthday was on November twenty second. Like to thank everybody, all the listeners, all the supporters that wished me a, a happy birthday. It was really great. Like to actually, you know, give a shout out to to uh, uh, my buddies over at your auntie's favorite podcast. They even gave me a birthday really? shout out, even though you know most of the time they kind of say some unflattering things about us on, on their <laughs> podcast. But like to thank those guys. Um, and so you know also to like to mention our uh our sponsors strong ones 4x studios terraform development and justin villarreal you know an additional partners to keep this party going aside just from you carl well you know i did most of the contributing so uh <laughs> everybody who's uh you know contributing right now just thank me for doing this so <laughs> but you know today is um well Today for us on the day that we're recording is November 23rd, but when this drops, it will be November 25th. Yeah. Which means tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving. those. Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I. What's your most favorite thing about Thanksgiving? The, the uh, uh, public school meals. You know, public school Thanksgiving. You go to public school on Thanksgiving? No, when you were, when you were a little kid... You know, you had uh-huh. the you had the public school Thanksgiving, and then you would invite your mom or oh, your dad. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. You get yeah. to bring the, you get the to community bring your, into yeah. the Yeah, and that I thought that was so cool because I I love to have. Then um, you present your your family member with like the gift that you made yeah. in, in class. Yeah. And I, I, we, we've always made, you know, the the traditional um, headdress out of the colored feathers. Oh, and really? Yeah, you know, the, the Indian-style feathers. And, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we would make the hand turkey. You had the handprint, and then you trace your hand, and you make a turkey out of that. And, you a know, little arts and crafts. Yeah, a little arts and crafts kind of thing. the holidays. And then you get a, a generic um, a turkey meal at, at lunchtime with your families. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love that when you were in grade school, that's what happened. So I, I thought that the reason why you liked it was because that soul came into the school and it was the only time that somebody called you cool <laughs> during school hours. You know, soul still today calls me cool. So she's like, hey, son, you're a cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know who the resident Soul's boy is around here. <laughs> But today's episode, today's uh, episode is uh, Hopis and Pilgrims. Yes. Or is it Pilgrims and Hopis? Either way, either way, we're, we don't really uh, care. Or Hopi Pilgrims. <laughs> either way, we don't care. We just care about the turkey and football. So, <laughs> And so, you know, today with it being... Uh, being a holiday-themed episode, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving and kind of, you know, some, I guess, uh, discussions that go behind that. Because, you know, Thanksgiving is kind of something that's talked about a little bit more on the national scale Yeah, when it yeah. involves Native folks, Native Americans, American in- Indians, Indigenous, whatever it is that, you know, you call yourself. Because I think that, you know, with Thanksgiving, well, at least, you know, when we were younger, that um, Thanksgiving, the meaning behind it and the reasons why we did it, I think was probably fairly similar to most Americans, at least here on the reservation, because that I know that when I left the reservations and to pursue an education, I, that was kind of one of the biggest questions that would come up around November time for me from my non-Native folks was that you as a Native person, do you celebrate Thanksgiving? I celebrate Thanksgiving. Sola really likes Thanksgiving. 
you know, she's up, um, you know, a week ahead preparing everything she has to turkey. Right now, she has the turkey out. And and it's 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 probably gonna get uh, you know done by the by lunchtime tomorrow. So you know, Soul loves Thanksgiving. She I guess she I guess it's because she likes the you know everybody that comes to the house, uh-huh. the whole family that that does that. So I, she just likes that company. But but now you know we can't do that because of the restrictions now. Oh, that's right, that's right. And so, uh, but at least with Thanksgiving on on how people talk about it now, I think that because maybe 20 years back or, you know, whatever that time frame was, was that I think for the most part, everybody believed that Thanksgiving was this time where the Indians and the pilgrims made peace and they, you know, cut bread over turkey and etc. But as we've learned more about Thanksgiving and, you know, what that really means to some Native folks, that, you know, it really was uh, an open door for colonialism. It was an open door for the settlers to come in and kind of wreak all kinds of havoc on our traditional folks. And so when we learned about that, that's kind of where most people start to question, you know, do Natives celebrate Thanksgiving? Yeah. Is it a reason for celebration? See, see... You know, our our education came from public school education, you know, public school teachings where they taught you about like, okay, yeah, the, you know, the white man in the the buckle hat uh, came over to Plymouth Rock. And then, you know, after that, you know, they almost died out and then Indians saved them with the turkey and uh, uh, national football. So (laughs) uh, that's where that's the tradition of Thanksgiving. And, you know, it, it's really interesting because then like that, like, like we're, we're natives, right? Like yeah. We're, we're quote unquote natives. But then, you know, really the way that we learned about Thanksgiving is very similar to the way that most Americans learned about Thanksgiving is that there was this one paragraph in one history book during your elementary years in education to where you learned about Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so, you know, here on the Hopi Reservation, you got kids making feathered headdresses out of the, the toy feathers, I yeah. guess. Yeah. The colorful feathers, you know, playing uh, pilgrims and Indians and not really understanding what that history was about. Yeah, and it's it's strange how we think that we think that uh, Thanksgiving is actually a, a U.S. tradition, but it's not. It's not a U.S. tradition. It's actually a worldwide tradition. I just found out, and that uh, there are certain countries that celebrate Thanksgiving, such as Brazil and Canada. Oh, really? Yeah, Brazil, Canada, um, and the United States are just to name a few. And it, it's weird how they celebrate Thanksgiving, this, uh, similar to uh, United States Americans, but they celebrate it not because of like you know the Native Americans coming in, but they celebrate it because of the harvest. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's their Thanksgiving. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But they still call it Thanksgiving. So not necessarily to celebrate turkey in a national football, huh? No, no, that was our our thing. So we brought them football, and you know we got them turkey, so they won't starve to death. So, <laughs> and so I, I guess that's kind of really where a little bit differs for us reservation folks, because then when you are posed that question, do you celebrate Thanksgiving? Is there any meaning behind it? And you know, basically for us, really, it is. It's about so getting that turkey out, defrosting it, and then you know having all your family members over to celebrate what we think of this Americanized version of yeah. Thanksgiving. Because even us as Hopis, as Native folks, that we really didn't learn about, I guess, the, the negative aspects of what Thanksgiving meant 
to the East Coast natives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That were truly involved with what went on there. And um, it's it's kind of it, I guess I guess it really got me thinking, you know, because it's Thanksgiving right now. And there's other native podcasts and they talk about Thanksgiving and they really do ta- talk about it from this context of more of a thanks taking, thanks taking instead of Thanksgiving. Yeah, because the of, of what it led for those pilgrims to open the doors for other um, for other colonizers to come in and take more from us. And so they kind of really talk about it from that context. But for us, Hopis, it's like if you were to go out and talk to other Hopis in other villages and ask them this question, what's a pilgrim? How many of you do you think would know the answer to that? Probably nobody. So no Hopi out there knows what a pilgrim is. What is a pilgrim? A uh, pilgrim is a guy who came over uh, from uh, across the sea with a with a buckle on his uh, shoe and uh, on his hat. So <laughs> didn't know how to farm or hunt for himself, <laughs> so the Indians had to come save him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what a pilgrim is. But you know, it's really interesting though, at least the way that I think about it, because you know, um, I guess as Hopis, we did develop this form of education that was outside of the classroom. Yeah. Like we learned about our cultures, we learned about our religion, and to an extent, historical events within our own homes, within our villages, or even within the Kiva, in different places. And so, you know, we at least have a pretty good historical aspect of our societies and who our peoples are. But, you know, in a lot of these conversations and a lot of this education, we don't learn about pilgrims. No, no. We don't don't learn about uh, the the white settlers coming over from a different part of the country. No. um, And the colonization that they undertook in a different part of the country. But we did learn about some aspects of colonization that happened within our own lands. Yes. And so a lot of us don't know what a pilgrim is. But a lot of Hopis do know what a conquistador is. Yes, and what a Castile is. And so what is a conquistador or a Castile? Well, they are Spanish settlers that came over in, what, 15-something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with... Um, 15-something sounds about right. Yeah, 15-something sounds about right. You know, my, my years are not that accurate, so... Uh, we, we, it started out with, uh, what was his name? Uh, Esteban. Uh, was it Esteban? I think it was Esteban. Yeah. What was the other guy's name, too? There was another guy. Jose. <laughs> Jose. Not Jose uh, Acevedo, so. <laughs> another Jose. So, Jose, if you're listening to this, not you, Jose. <laughs> no, it was, uh, what was the other one, too? I forgot his name. I forget. There was a famous one that, that invaded uh, Old Araibi, so. So you tried to speed me up when I tried to do my fact checks, and then you decide to bring up facts on this episode. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm, try- I'm, I'm trying to remember that. My dad knows all of this stuff. I, I don't. I just eat the turkey, basically, so. <laughs> and so I guess in a way, you know, really... And, and that history, that history with the, the conquistadors, with the Castilum, as we know them in our own language, that, that really has kind of more of a profound, um, a more of a profound uh, impact within our own minds in terms of our own contextualization of our own existence. 
And so, you know, that type of history kind of is more resonated with us than it really is with the, the pilgrims and the Mayflower and, you know, the landing on Plymouth Rock. And so really, you know, I guess instead of Hopis, you know, celebrating this colonized holiday of Thanksgiving, eating turkey, stuffing and mashed potatoes, we really should be celebrating by eating uh, Mexican food. Oh, man. Enchiladas and tacos. And Hopis love Mexican food for some reason. And maybe it's that reason. I think it is that reason. we were colonized by the Spanish. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, hey, yeah, you can take my women and children. Just give me a taco. I need a taco. Not that you had a woman or children to give away <laughs> anyway, Carl. <laughs> That's the reason why I'm not married, because I gave him away for a taco. Oh, God. <laughs> Strong Ones. Strong Ones is dedicated to exposing cultural traditions of running that exist within many cultures and tribes worldwide through running apparel. Strong Ones is an individually owned business supporting cultural running traditions and supporting local organizations within the Hopi Reservation. They can be found at strongones.myshopify.com. Again, that's strongones.myshopify.com. They are also on Facebook at strongones15. But, but but going on the the history of like Hopis and Spaniards, yes, we do have like a, a dark history with them, and how they tried to colonize us in a way. But yet we did take a lot of their their native language or their native, um, I guess what their culture, in, in doing certain things. And so I, I think that you're, you're, what you're saying is correct and that, you know, there's still a lot of um, influences of, of Spanish within our reservation, even within our practices. Yeah. Some of the words that we speak. Oh, yeah. Uh, for example, uh, your Hopi word of the day today is uh, manzana. Yeah. And what does that mean, Carl? means apple. And how do you say apple in Spanish? Mansala. Mansala? I think that's how you would say it. It's manzana. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was Mansala. It's Mansana. I don't know. We need a real Spanish-speaking person here. I need a, a co-host on this podcast <laughs> that will do fact checks before they come on here. That's what I need. Hey, I'm here because of all this shit that I bought. So You're here because you paid for everything. I'm here because I paid for everything. And it was my idea, so... <laughs> But there are other words, too, that, you know, do derive from the Spanish language. One of them is uh, coayo. Yeah, coayo. In, in the, in the uh, I guess, quote-unquote traditional way of how we say cow yeah. in Hopi. And then in Spanish, it's pronounced... Caballo. 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 Yeah. I'm not too sure about that. Man. I am sure because <laughs> I watch, I watch the, uh, that history channel where the black cowboys is. So. <laughs> but other words, too, that we use that um, that we use to describe certain things that are, are basically the exact the Spanish is that, you know, cheese is one thing. We do say queso in Hopi is something that a word that we use. And then even, you know, some of the English influences within our villages. Oh, yeah. Um, if you don't say quesonve in the traditional Hopi way, you say plaza. Plaza, yeah. And then our mesas. Mesa. Our mesas, you know, are derived from them. And even the name, you know, from this uh, subgroup of Indians that we belong to, uh, Pueblos. Yeah. And so, you know, the Spanish language is written all over us, basically. And their influences are deep within our cultures. And then so you think of some of the, the things that we do, you know, within our uh, Hopi economic development episode, we talked about the traditional forms of currency. But even some of those currencies that have been adopted today outside of corn one is uh, sheep. 
Oh yeah, sheep. Sheep it's, it's is that we some sheep is something that we use to pay for different things or some things that we use to uh, feed folks, and then you know that is something that was introduced to us by the Spanish, and so that type of practice has deeply um, rooted itself and has stayed kind of one of these bio invaders, you know, yeah. using it from a plant. Uh, context or or a plant analogy that you know there are a lot of their culture that is still within us here and so you know i think that one of the big differences though that was um that we were fortunate enough you know in, in comparison to our pueblo relatives in new mexico is that the religion didn't stay yeah and so you know that religion of the spanish was that catholicism and so fortunately I guess, you know, at least from our perspective, fortunately, that that was something that we were able to remove from our, our cultures, our practices, and our doings. And so there is a long history of the effects of the Spanish, uh, I, I don't know what you Influences, call it. Influences, yeah. Or Spanish uh, conquests. Yeah. That kind of, uh, that really resonated here. And so that's kind of something that's a little bit more profound with us, more profound with how we see ourselves in this larger scope. And so it's kind of really difficult for Hopis to really contextualize Thanksgiving, something that happened thousands of miles away, or at least the genesis of the histories of those, uh, of that occurrence, of that historical occurrence. And so how, how that plays within our minds here on Hopi. And yeah, w- when what J-Man is relating to is that, yes, there were like a lot of influence from Spanish culture that's still here on the Hopi Reservation, and we still use that today. It's not because we, we want to use it, it's because it was ingrained in us uh, in, in past history. So, you know, like we, we didn't have, there wasn't a word for like um, for pig or for uh, cow or for uh, sheep, sheep because they were like all, that. yeah, because they were all traded items. Apples, yeah. oranges, even even the peaches were were all traded items here, and then even something like that, like uh, cipala, yeah, those types of things. Even that we still use as kind of a calendar marker for how we do things traditionally. Yeah, within our ceremonial cycle. Yeah, and it and we we take all of that into our own culture and integrate it into our own culture, like for weddings and for baby namings, we kill, we, you know, we butcher a sheep now because it's, it's traditional to do so like that. And that's something now that they've probably doing, been doing for hundreds of for years. For hundreds of years. Since, for thousands of years, actually, yeah. Well, well at least on Hopi. Oh, yeah. At least on Hopi. Um, before the Spanish introduced them to our people. So now that a lot of those things that they brought with them, we've integrated within our yeah. cultural practices. That in a way, it's almost become Hopi. Yeah. To be able to uh, have sheep or to have cattle. Um, all of the cattle that, that Hopis do have now, you know, you do have, still have some Hopi ranchers, that all of that was brought from from the Spanish. From traded from the Spanish. So, you know, it. I mean, I'm not thanking the Spanish for giving us these things. It's just thanking them to say that, hey, now I can have nukwavi with, uh, you know, sheep. I like filet mignon. <laughs> I, I think that warrants a thanks to... Uh, <laughs> A thanks to colonization. Exactly, right? Yeah. And it's uh thank you for the tacos. Thank you for the enchiladas we had last night. So you know, uh and, and thank you for the beans. And you know, it's funny because then you know you think of a, a traditional Thanksgiving meal, right? Yeah. You think about the turkey, the stuffing, um, mashed potatoes. But I think for Hopis, it's like almost every a, a part of that traditional Thanksgiving meal is the pikaviki. Pikaviki, yep. 
And so I think that's very essential because you get one of those. That's like sliced bread to us. Yeah. It's that once you get someone that makes it, then you're wrapping up your sickly with it. And then you're just yep. devouring it like that. Like it's almost a must to have it. Yeah. It's almost like a tradition to have that that type of meat. Like uh, what was that one uh, Indian bread that they have? They have. I forgot what it was called, but it's like they, they make this Indian bread. Fry bread? <laughs> no, it's, it's a type of flat bread that they always have to have. Um, Are you with their meal, about Indians with the feather. Yeah, no, or Indians, Indians with the dot. Indians with the dot. <laughs> Pita, is it not Pita? No, 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 no. 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 It's another bread that they always have to have, and it, it, it's their spoon and it's their their you know their fork and you know because they don't have forks or spoons, so they use Hopis the bread. Eat this? No, no, no. Indians eat this, and that's what I'm saying. That we copy. We we're basically we have that same mentality of that. We have to have this type of bread with every meal. We're talking about Hopis and Thanksgiving, Carl. We're not talking about, uh, I don't know, whatever histories happen over in India. I'm pretty sure Indian people have Thanksgiving over there, too. I'm pretty sure I have other rich friends that can buy this podcast equipment. <laughs> well, speaking on rich people, you know, I'm I'm one of the richest men here in, in this studio, so... <laughs> but I think that, you know, that really is, it really is a good discussion because then, you know, like that, I, I think that for most reservation folks, we don't put a whole lot of thought into Thanksgiving yeah. or the historical contexts behind it or, you know, those types of folks that it um it involved. Because then, you know, to do research for this episode, I did, you know, listen to another Native podcast and to where they were talking about Thanksgiving and they were talking about, you know, and, and this is probably a very true statement is that, you know, most people people don't know who the tribe is that was involved with this whole history of thanksgiving and so they were talking about the wampanoag tribe uh -huh. which, which apparently was was this uh, tribe that was involved with the first thanksgiving do you know anybody that's wampanoag i have no idea that was even a tribe you know where the reservation is i have no idea where that reservation is either and I think that's probably true for most of us out here on the reservation. And, you know, I think that it, it, it's kind of an interesting thing because I think that, you know, one way um, that it's, I, I guess the way that Native people are looked at by Pahanas is that, you know, we're all the same. Yeah. We're all the same. And I, I think that we documented that pretty well in some of our experiences uh, growing up in the, well, not necessarily growing up, but living in the urban areas. Yeah. And talking about, you know, how folks think that, oh, we all live in teepees. Oh, yeah. We all ride horses. Yeah. That we all aspire to be uh, Kevin Costner's bitch. Yeah, pretty much. And so, you know, but then I think that we tend to kind of do it to ourselves, too, as Native folks. Yeah. It's that we kind of... Um, I guess we kind of put a, put put ourselves all in the same pot by saying that we're all indigenous, yeah. which is true. Or we say that you know we're all Native Americans, but I think that kind of where where the fault in that is is that you know, and I've said this before on this podcast, is that not uh, one glove does not fit all. No, because no. then you think about it, you know, you think about it, and you kind of break it down tribe by tribe. Like Hopis, for example, we have snake dances. Right? Yes. And would it be appropriate for Navajos to have snake dances? No. Because they see, Navajos themselves see snakes as a negative. Yeah. That it's a taboo for them to even look at snakes. 
And so that's kind of one example as to where, you know, there are differences. There are differences between the tribe and how tribes and how we perceive things. Definitely our historical experiences shape who we are and it shapes how we see the world and how we perceive the world. And I think that, you know, one of the biggest thoughts in my head around this whole, you know, this whole, I guess, history of Native folks is that it's, it's a kind of a shared perspective by Hopi on the reservation that our experiences and our histories are our own and that other tribes, their experiences and histories belong to them. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever happened with the Wampanoag and their experiences with Plymouth Rock, the Pilgrims, and, you know, all of that whole historical context that happened behind that, a lot of us here on the reservations would see that as something separate from our own experiences and histories. And so, like, you know, yeah, our, our history is a very unique history, especially with uh, colonization. And that is coming from a different culture. You know, we, of course, back then, Spaniards were actually white with blue eyes. And we're thinking that they are, you know, the Pajanas, basically. So... Uh, you know that's what true true Spaniards are that that came over from uh, Spain actually looked like you know Christopher Columbus was basically a white guy who spoke Spanish and uh, you know what had blue eyes basically and when we were little we thought Spanish were Mexicans <laughs> yeah it was they all spoke Spanish it was weird that yeah, because like you know yeah Mexico is Spain you know Mexico is Spanish because they all speak Mexican and we, we, we taught we, we when we're taught in school brown people are Spanish people as well too uh-huh. so we, we uh-huh. ne- I never knew that uh, that white people had you know were the originators of uh, Spanish culture so you thought that Spanish came from Mexico yeah. And it's even true with our our, our traditional word, Castila. Castila, like, yep. Castila doesn't necessarily just translate to Spaniards. We call Mexicans Castila. Yeah. Or you know any any basically anybody that speaks the Spanish language is yeah. who we call Castila. Yeah. And so that's that's where it came from the the Castillos or the Castiles, is that the 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 the, the structure of it was is that. They are the ones who brought over these things like that. They're the ones who brought over the, the stuff to trade with us. Um, and they're the ones who, who influenced us in different types of how we do our culture today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, another interesting thing about this time of the year, you know, month of November is that we're also celebrating uh, Native American Heritage Month. Yeah, Native American Heritage Month. So happy Native American Heritage Month to all our listeners, to all our uh, indigenous listeners, folks that come from Native communities. And so, you know, what what is that? What is what what is the Native American Heritage Month for those that haven't heard about it? Well, I believe that it's it's a month that's set aside to honor all Native American tribes or all natives that are that are here basically in the United States and Canada bordering Canada. So honoring our contributions. Yeah. Honoring the contributions we had towards uh, un- United States culture to this reality show we call this is America. <laughs> Carl didn't get his vote in to see which character would be removed next. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till next season. Which till, starts January which 1st. Which starts January 1st. That's ne- that's the beginning of that new season there. We're going to see a lot of uh, new uh, characters in play, and we're going to see a lot of uh, new uh, dynamics, uh, you know, who's going to be staying or who's going to be going, you know, all that kind of cool stuff. So, I mean, uh, 
that's that's just one thing that uh, United States has uh, contributed to Native American uh, ideas and stuff. And it was it was that if you're going if you're going to take like the history part of it is that uh, Native Americans were were actually uh, uh, they actually did contribute to uh, U.S. history and or U.S. U.S. politics in a way. For sure. How how did we contribute? Like the democracy, the democracy of certain Native American tribes. And so democracy is um, a leadership practice or, or a form of leadership practice yeah. that was developed by tribes. I think mostly the, the, what do they call them, the Iroquois? The Iroquois or the Five Nations or whatever they call them. Yeah, the the, the Five Nations that are up there. And, uh, and, and that, you know, they, they're the ones who actually develop this type of system or this political system that... United States had uh, said that, hey, you know, uh, you guys are doing something pretty cool. I like to borrow this thing, but yet let me kill you first for this. So <laughs> that's pretty much how it went down. I'm pretty sure. So, what are some other contributions that you can think of of uh, tribes to the United States? Uh, we gave Kevin Kevin Cosner uh, an Oscar. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, congratulate to Kevin Costner. We gave Kevin Costner uh, a CIB. <laughs> I thought that was that guy looked like Kevin Costner at IHS the other week. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that we we gave them. Uh, you know, the a lot of movies in the in the Southwest that happened. So. We gave John Wayne a movie career. Oh my God, John Wayne! Yeah, so congratulations to John Wayne for his movie career. Career, and it's all based on us. So, this paid sponsorship was paid for by Justin Villarreal. Hey, Tom here with Hopi Relief. Hopi Relief is a nonprofit organization based down here in the Valley, where we are providing much-needed supplies to the Hopi Reservation during this COVID-19 pandemic and beyond. Please visit HopiRelief.org and find out how you can get involved. Hopi Relief is also an Arizona-recognized charitable tax organization. And please visit us December 1st on Giving Tuesday. Thank you. Well, you know, it is interesting, though, because this Native American Heritage Month really is this uh, time that's set aside to, to honor Native folks and, and their contributions, um, because I think that historically, you know, there's this huge misconception about Native people within the United States, all the stereotyping that was going on about who um, Bahanas thought we were. They thought they were we were all extinct. Yeah. And basically what our culture was, was teepees, riding around on horses, all of these different things that you saw in those early Westerns. Yeah. And it wasn't until Native folks got into a position to where that they could actually talk and say that, you know, what you guys think about us is wrong. Yeah. That, you know, we are this different type of people and that we're very diverse. We have, you know, all these different languages that we have all this different practices, different religions that are still practiced today. Yeah. And that, you know, that we did contribute a vast amounts of um, contributions to the United States. You know, we mentioned a few, but you think of other things like corn. Yeah. Corn is a big contribution. That was made to the United States economy, other things like tobacco. And so, you know, you kind of hear that joke, well, you know, the white people gave Indians smallpox and yeah. then, uh, the natives gave white people cigarettes <laughs> and lung cancer. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's and, and that's all th thanks to like years and years of cultivation on our end 
to actually formulate a, a substance for you guys for na- or for non natives to benefit from it. So, uh-huh, and uh-huh. we we don't patent that stuff. So yeah, yeah, we didn't patent corn. So so we lost out on a lot of uh, economic uh, yeah. opportunities on that end. So I like to take back my corn. So. <laughs> All the farmers in the Midwest, uh, you know, that's half of my stuff. So, but even you know, you think about it locally. You think about like uh, the state of Arizona, right? You yeah. think about communities like Sedona, or even you think about communities like my favorite community, Scottsdale. Yeah, and you think about the influences of Native cultures within those communities, because then you know, Sedona, you go down there and you see a lot of uh, Native arts. A lot of native jewelry on sale, which is the same true for Old Town Scottsdale. Yeah. Or you even think about, you know, some of these cities like Flagstaff, uh, Phoenix, that a lot of the names in a lot of these places come from native languages. Yeah. Like you think about, you know, how many Kachina boulevards that there are probably (laughs) out in Phoenix or a lot of these different things. One of the things that I did learn is that, you know, there is a school district in Arcadia down in the valley that's called the Hopi School District. Oh, yeah, the Hopi School District. Yeah, and yeah so I heard about that. I was really confused when I was in the area, and I see this bumper sticker saying Hopi School District, and I'm thinking, oh, cool, you know, there, there's some Hopi shopping here in yeah. the same yeah. shopping center that I am. And then you see these Bahana people getting into the car, and you're like, what the hell? What's going on? <laughs> and it, it is strange. It is strange to see that our name is out there, uh, a Hopi name is out there. Uh-huh. We, you know, we, there is a restaurant in Flagstaff, Arizona named Kachinas. Like you know, Kachinas. yeah. You know, and there is uh, the Hopi Drive, of course, down in Flagstaff, and uh, I think in down in Winona as well too. So, yeah. and then, I don't know if you know it too, but the uh, Arizona Coyotes they they have a jersey style that's called the Kachina design. Oh yeah, one that's of, one right. One of their jerseys is called the Kachina design. Yeah, that's right. And so apparently that 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 style was derived from from Hopi Kachinas. Or yeah. Kachina dolls to, to some extent. And so, you know, you think about, you know, I, I guess, you know, there are more contributions than we realize of Native folks into uh, contemporary societies, not just nationwide, but locally here to the state of Arizona. And then, you know, one of the funny things that I thought of was when I was uh, in Arcadia, you know, being caught off guard by this Bahana family riding around with this Hopi bumper sticker. Yeah. I guess I should have known when I didn't see any pajos in the in the <laughs> rear view mirror. <laughs> you mean uh Nakwakwisi? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, that that was kind of one of the funny things. But then you know, you really do think about it. You know, you really do think about those things that, that really is an identifier. Um, those feathers in the rear view mirror when you um when you, when you're off the reservation knowing if uh whether other Hopis are around. Yeah. And I think that we were young enough to know that when it was mostly just Hopis that did that. Yeah. But now you got other tribes. Yeah. Now feathers. you have uh, now you have Navajos that actually do that too. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so, which is weird. <laughs> you, you probably taught them how to do that. That's <laughs> with their Taradin <laughs> instead of Homa. But I guess you know. But uh, you know that that really is the purpose of this Native American Heritage Month is to really recognize a lot of the contributions of our peoples to the United States. And then, you know, me having this uh, university background, yeah, I think one of the things that I really experienced when I was at ASU was that when it would come to Native American Heritage Month, that there really was a lot of more programming around university campuses that focused on, on, on Native 
topics that focused on different native things. One of the one of the events that I was involved with that kind of really stands out in my mind is that um, we had we had a native student group. Yeah. And so we partnered with another student group, but they were, I guess, quote unquote, real Indians. Yeah. They were students that um, that had heritage from the country of uh, India. Yeah. And so the the student event was uh, around the the term Indians. And and so basically, I guess, really for that event, it really was um, it, it really was a show of proof that that word Indian truly is a, col- a term developed by colonizers, because even the people that are from this country that we know as India, that they don't call themselves Indians either. No, they, they never called themselves. That they have their own word for their country, India. Yeah. And so this country that's called India, that was actually a, a word that was created by the British. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said before, and you said no. You did not say that before. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. You in, were talking about bread. No, I was talking... This was in a past episode here. So I said that Indians don't call themselves Indians because that wasn't their native language, so... That's probably on a different podcast. Yeah, that was on your that was on your end, and With you the, said that I have Indian friends that actually call themselves Indians, and I said that no, they never call themselves Indians. That was probably on a different podcast. With this <laughs> uh, pussy named Larry. No, 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 no. I stand my ground. This is my shit here. <laughs> well, we all know that's not true. So, <laughs> so going back to the uh, the whole colonization of. Of how how Native Americans uh, looked at themselves, it you know when 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 the Spanish actually kind of in I quote unquote invaded Hopi tradition or Hopi culture or the Hopi mesas here, they were thinking that we needed to be uh, converted into Christianity or, or Catholics, and so that's where this whole war kind of started out. Is that you know if you're not part of us. Then you're you're not uh, you're not here, or you cannot get to uh, to God, or you cannot see God in a way that they see it. So, and and with that, I mean, we have similar similar aspects to that. Hope he has that similar aspects of like you know, oh yeah, you have to be like us in order to see what we see, basically. So you know, in a way, you know, there's a lot of influences from Spanish culture that is still here on the reservation. Carl's opinions are not shared by all members <laughs> of the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. <laughs> you know you only do those quote-unquotes in regards to something that you believe not to be true. Well, the, that is quote-unquote because it is it is kind of like the the colonization where, or the invasion of, of Hopi, Hopi society. So It was an invasion. It was, it was an invasion, but when you look at it, we did get a lot of the influences. I can see from why you chose to go to a refrigerator school instead of a legit secondary But if it wasn't an invasion, but if it wasn't an, an invasion, then we would have never done anything more to um, keep that culture there. So we would, we would say that we don't have nothing to do with the culture if this was an invasion. So it's that's called colonization, Carl. <laughs> So that's why I said, quote, unquote, invasion. <laughs> I gave out Carl's number in the last episode. So if you want to call him and, uh, you know, correct him. I'm like r- I told him, I'm going to get tired of doing that. I'm, I'm right. So I'm right. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell me. I'm wrong. I do it all the time. <laughs> 
And so, you know, one of the things that, you know, in preparation for this episode that I really wanted to do was that I wanted to get some opinions, you know, from our listeners. And, you know, what, yeah. what are some of the things that, you know, we could talk about in this episode? And, you know, we talked a little bit about it because in genocide, you know, that term genocide, that was yeah. an answer to one. And that is related to colonization. We talked a little bit about that. And then uh, one was, uh, why do Hopi complain about holidays not being ours, but don't mind feasting the part? <laughs> Because we like to eat. That is true. I mean, I <laughs> short answer. We like to eat. We just love to eat, no matter what type of uh, tradition it is. So, and then actually, one of the responses also is, uh, "When are we thankful?" And traditionally, when do Hopis show thanks? Hopis are never thankful. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a Hopi, you're never thankful for this. <laughs> I, it's it's funny because then you know it is something that you know you and I we've we've, we've talked about we didn't really want to talk about a whole lot but I mean it's really true in regards to that comment is everything that's gone on with COVID yeah and you've seen you know all of these organizations raise I guess funds or raise resources to be able to create these uh, food sources yeah for our people yeah and I guess that's a, a prime example of you know how ungrateful that some of us can be exactly it's strange how if you if you're giving free stuff you should be thankful for getting free stuff but yet hope he seemed to complain about not getting the right free stuff. <laughs> I was like, I don't like these types of beans here. Why am I getting these types of beans? And then I guess there was a, a line a mile long to get free turkey. Yeah. A few days ago. Yeah. And and it's not the right type of turkey because it was too small. This is not going to feed anybody. <laughs> and that's this is how Hopis think. You know, I spent an hour in the car to get a free turkey, and it's not big. Well, then go buy it yourself. I don't know what's wrong. Carl does his turkey hunting at Butterball, <laughs> which unfortunately is where I'll have to do my hunting as well. Yeah, pretty much. But I guess, you know, we're, we're getting pretty close to uh, wrapping it up. And, you know, I, I had fun, you know, talking about this. And, you know, I'm ready to eat tomorrow. Oh, yeah. When when uh, the time comes around. Because I, I'm really big into Thanksgiving. You know, I really do enjoy the holiday. Yeah. Uh, one, because, you know, my birthday is in the month of November. So I was one of those kids that got to get presents on Thanksgiving Day. Really? And, um, you know, Christmas is just around the corner. And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point in the future. But I really do get in the holiday season as well. Yeah. When Christmas comes around. But except I am one of those people that between November 1st and November 30th, I'm a real big Scrooge because there is no, no Christmas is allowed in my house <laughs> until December 1st. Cause God damn it. Thanksgiving deserves its time. <laughs> we don't really put up anything at our house anymore because uh, I'm too lazy to get out the Christmas box or, or anything else. So I just want the food on Thanksgiving Day and the Lions to lose on the on Prime TV. So <laughs> I always cheer against the Washington team for, for, for obvious reasons. Yeah, that's You're true. Not your mascot. Well, I think we should head out now. So uh, um, thank you, thank you again for listening to Carl and J Man Save the World podcast. Please, we are looking for donors. We are looking for donors now. So.
And then if you can't financially contribute, the way that you can help us out is that please, whether you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please uh, give us a five-star review. Yeah. That'll help us to get, um, I guess, mentioned more amongst people who are looking for podcasts. If you're listening to us on YouTube, please smash the like button, subscribe, and share our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Exactly. And if you want to do a, con- a contribution, please go to or please email Email us at uh, cjpodcast85 at gmail.com, and we will gladly uh, you know, take your money, gladly uh, make sure that all of this stuff is being still paid for, because I'm, I'm still paying for this stuff, so please not. <laughs> but thank you again for listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World Podcast. My name is Carl. This is my best friend, J-Man. So long, quack, quack.